Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening there, fellow gamers. How is everybody doing today? Welcome back to yet another episode of Clashing in Traffic. I'm your host, Catfish, and uh, hop on in, buckle up. It's time to go play in some traffic. Uh, today, as I'm driving off to work, uh, we're going to go over some recaps of what happened in CWL, some of the events that we have going on, and uh, some preliminary, not official, but final standings of the summer scrims that we've been participating in. Uh, so I want to thank you all for riding along with me and keeping me company while I drive off to work today. Uh, the big thing happening that wrapped up this past week, of course, was Supercell CWL. Uh, we, I was running CWL in about four clans, so not as much as, as many of you out there, but uh, still, it was tough to keep up with everything that was going on. Uh, but our, our main clan, the Knights of Zion, this was our first month up in Champions 2. Uh, last month we got promoted up to Champs 2 from Champs 3, and we weren't sure how Champs 2 was going to go for us. We weren't sure if that meant we were going to be sitting at the bottom of a, a Champs 2 bracket or if we were going to be able to, to work our way up a little bit higher. Uh, but the week started off great for us. Uh, we started with a win, uh, then we ended up facing the number one team, the guys who ended up promoting out of Champs 2, and that was a dish of fighters from France. Uh, we fought them in the second day uh, and lost to them, but uh, we, we, we put up a decent fight. Uh, and then from then on out, we, we, we did pretty well. Uh, we ended 4-3 and three with 289 stars, which put us in fourth place in the league. So finishing in the top half of the league, uh, the first time we were up there in Champions 2, I, I was happy with that. So we finished with 289 stars. First place team finished with 332. They won uh, all of their wars, all seven of their wars, and were able to promote up to Champs 1. So congratulations to Odisha Fighters. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, and again, they're, they're a team out of France. Now, all week long, we only had one one-star attack. Uh, and those are usually the bane of a Champion League team's existence. Uh, they happen from time to time. Uh, it, it, I mean, they're, they're just a part of the game. Uh, but the fact that we were able to get through the entire week with only one of those, and uh, it ended up not being the difference in whether we won or lost a, a war. Uh, but still, it was it was a, a great job, a, a great team effort by everybody in the Knights of Zion to do their best and make sure that we got uh, enough uh, three-star attacks that we guaranteed almost every one of them being a two-star attack and then have so few one-star attacks. I want to thank everybody for working so hard there in the Knights of Zion. Uh, Shout-outs to our top five players for the month. Uh, Noob Spookjay, so that's uh, Jesse Spoker. He ended up at plus six with that account. Plus six, guys. Uh, had 19 stars and 672% total de destruction throughout the week. Uh, so shout-outs to him. Uh, number two, some dude named Catfish finished at plus three with 18 stars and 675%. Number three, a familiar name here, Bloody Spook J. So Spoker has two accounts that he's running for us in the Knights of Zion. Both of them finished in the top three. Bloody finished at plus two on stars with 19 total stars. Uh, it's 683%. He That account had the most stars and most destruction done throughout the week. Uh, so again, thanks, Jesse, for, for helping us out in the Knights of Zion. Fourth was Hoosier. Hoosier finished at plus two with 18 stars, 666%. 
Huh, interesting. Uh, and then Klaus, uh, our man Klaus has been on fire. Uh, you can just you can hear it in his voice. You can see it on his face when he's attacking now on, on on stream and in his videos that he is enjoying what he's doing now at the the higher level account play. He finished in fifth place in the clan at plus two on on stars, uh, net positive plus two, and 18 total stars with 617 percent. Uh, honorable mention to our other two accounts that finished positive, uh, finished net positive and stars being Trent Pole 8, who was our, our guest last week, uh, helping us out and letting us ride in the carpool lane. Uh, Trent Pole and then Hoosier Daddy. So Hoosier also has two accounts over in the Knights of Zion. Uh, those two guys also finished uh, net positive in stars. Jericho Rising. This is the first time we have run CWL and Jericho Rising in over a year, I believe. Uh, we finally had enough Town Hall 14s to where we could have uh, 15 of us up in the Knights of Zion. We did have three other Town Hall 14 accounts that were sitting there with this um, guy who was traveling and didn't think he was going to be able to get in any attacks. And then one of our uh, our busy college students who also didn't think he was going to be opted in for much of the war. So we had three um, alts or not alts, but subs that we had available to us for a couple wars, and we ended up not having to use them, which was good. Those guys were busy. Uh, but thanks to uh, to Dressy and Marshman for being able to, to fill in there as subs while we sent everybody else, all the rest of the Town Hall 14s, down to Jericho Rising. Uh, Jericho Rising was a Champion 3 clan, um, and we had a lot of guys go down there. We had a couple rushed Town Hall 14s. We've had guys who have never competed in our, our Champion League clan. They've been going to Eden's Edge, which has been competing in Crystal League for a while. Uh, so this was the first time that a lot of these guys have seen some of the competition at the Champion League level. And unfortunately, it was a little bit much for some of the, the newer attackers and some of the rushed accounts to uh, have to deal with. So they uh, they ended up finishing 0-7. and seven. Uh, and finished off with 208 stars, so they demoted in Jericho Rising down to Masters 1. Now, that, that's not a bad thing. Uh, our goal was to simply have more league medals available to these Town Hall 14s uh, than what they could get in a Crystal League 1 clan uh, like we have with Eden's Edge. Uh, even even though they demoted out of Champions League, they still got a lot more league medals than they would have had they won all of the wars in Crystal League. Uh, so that was the goal. Uh, we weren't concerned with keeping rank there in that clan. It is uh, it's strictly an event clan. I think Masters is probably the best league for that to be in for the now. Uh, and hopefully next month we'll be able to do the same thing. We'll be able to send 15 to 17 Town Hall 14s there and let those guys compete at Master 1. And I, I have a feeling that if uh, we're running all Town Hall 14s and we get a lot of practice in this month, uh, that they'll have no problem promoting back up to Champions 3. So that, that clan's probably going to be one that bounces back and forth between Masters and Champions, and that is just fine. That is not... We, as a, as a clan family, are not... Um, we're not the strictly competitive clan family. We're, we're casual players with a couple guys who play competitively, um, but we're not, we're not necessarily looking to be one of the top 64 teams in the world. Uh, we are guys who are just looking to have some fun and be able to progress our bases and, and teach one another and just have some fun there so uh, I, I think what we've got going on here with these two different clans running town hall 14s is great so uh shout out to kratos uh and hannibal you guys really were running things down there for us in jericho rising making sure that everybody was getting attacks in and hopping wherever they needed to be uh so thanks to you guys for running that top five attackers there this month 
Hannibal, number one, Kratos, number two. So those were the guys who we had sitting as co-leaders in the clan and helping to run things with Benjo. So Benjo, B-E-N-J-O, was uh, up in Knights of Zion. He has a Rush Town Hall 14, Benjo, B-I-N-J-O, uh, that we had down in Jericho Rising. So he finished third place. And then a, an account we're just going to call H7, as Kratos likes to say, it's H gibberish, uh, but AKA Clay. Uh, Clay Thompson has two 14s, so we had one of his 14s uh, down in Jericho Rising for the month. He finished in fourth place, and then fifth place was my man Salmonite. So thank you guys for everything you did there uh, in helping to ensure that all of the 14s in the Knights of Zion family were able to get plenty of league medals. Uh, up in Knights of Zion, uh, those of us who finished off with our eight medals, which was everybody who competed, everybody who had signed up uh, for CWL, uh, getting your eight medals in Champion League 2, we got 445 medals, and then we were able to give out eight bonuses, and those bonuses were worth 100 medals apiece. So uh, those of us in the top eight, we finished with 545 league medals in Champions 2, uh, which is great. Uh, I'm able to... Uh, I still have the ability with what I had left over last month. That means I'm going to be able to get three hammers of heroes to work on my pets with. So that is uh, that is fantastic. Take off about three weeks worth of upgrade time for my pets. Uh, Jericho Rising not going to be not going to be much farther behind on the number of medals that they got there because Champions Three uh, is is not not much fewer than the 445 that we got in Champs Two. Eden's Edge. Now, unfortunately. <clears throat> Because we sent all of the 14s to Jericho Rising, that meant that Eden's Edge did not have any Town Hall 14s to compete in Crystal 1. Eden's Edge is, is planned to be more of a Crystal 2 um, clan. It, it got not purposefully promoted to Crystal 1 a couple months back when we had to keep sending a bunch of 14s there. So they were competing with just a couple Town Hall 13s. A handful of 12s and a whole bunch of 11s. Uh, like we said last last week when Trent was on, we decided to run a 15v15 war instead of a 30v30. I'm not sure that that was the best decision. There's not really a way to know. Um, running 30v30, we would have been tight getting enough, uh, getting 30 people in there active every day. But running 15v15, that puts us that puts us uh, at a higher percentage of Town Hall 14s in the opposing clans in a, in a much lower percentage of Town Hall 11. There were times when our 11s just had no 11s to go up against. Um, but our guys there uh, were able to manage things. They too finished 0-7, uh, which we expected because we didn't have any guys at the top uh, to cover them. So they demoted it back down to Crystal 2. Uh, hopefully we will be able to continue recruiting some new blood into Eden's Edge and we'll be able to be a little bit more competitive uh, next month. And on that, we have added several new trialists into Eden's Edge in the past week. Uh, so I want to thank all of the guys who have been helping me out in going out and doing some recruiting. Uh, I know Young Gun's been hitting up some uh, some Discord servers. Wes has volunteered to uh, to do some recruiting too. Uh, I know Trent's constantly out there hitting up some some recruiting stuff. And any of the people who have been responding to any of the stuff that I've been putting on Reddit, uh, I want to pre I appreciate all of that. Uh, so if you know anybody that's a Town Hall 12 or 13 who's looking for a, uh, a nice clan family where we, we offer some 
we offer some uh, the ability to train some folks up and give you good advice on how to attack and have you know lots of perks and whatnot in the discord server we've got some public faces in the clan uh please look into our clan family eden's edge is actively trying to get some 12s and 13s so that we can stay in the league that we are in right now and uh, continue working up and upgrading all those bases that we've got going there cotp plebs cotp plebs was sitting in gold two and uh that's where they stayed um i i, I want to uh, shout out the guys in cotp plebs uh clan uh unfortunately <clears throat> i'm not sure that anybody had, had noticed because i haven't seen haven't seen tribes say anything but we've got several things going on in the knights of zion family uh that required me to have some accounts in various different places and I pulled my accounts out of COTP plebs and left Tall Tribe as the leader over there. And I haven't heard anything yet. So I'm not sure the tribe realized that I did that to him. So sorry, brother. Uh, but it, but it's yours for now. Uh, I figured that since it has the COTP name on it, that I should hand it over to you. I know that Nob and I have kicked it back and forth for <laughs> a couple months now. Uh, now it's your turn uh, to do with as you please while I have my accounts sitting in a couple other places. And I'll get to what that's about in a little bit. Uh, but I needed to have the ability to move some accounts around to, to help out with some things. I uh, see this past week, it, it was it was busy, um, you know, between having these four clans CWL attacks and then also having to help coordinate um, my my CFF uh, summer scrims team and make sure that that all got done. Uh, it, it, it was hectic. It was absolutely hectic. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I had to move some clans or, or move some accounts around and I am sorry to try for leaving you in a lurch if that did that. But Summer Scrims, the Class Files family Summer Scrims are now completed, uh, waiting to hear the, the final results uh, to see those posted in the Class Files server. But um, Knights of Zion ended up finishing undefeated. So Big D's team finished undefeated. Clearly, the winners there, um, you guys were, were just absolutely dominant. Uh, Big D put together a heck of a team. And uh, I, I can't wait to see what this group of guys is able to do going forward in the future um but yeah we're still like i said we're still waiting on the final results to get posted but if my math serves me correct uh my team jericho rising we faced off against yak on my unicorn for our final uh final match and that if i'm remembering everything correctly that was the match for second place uh, and Yak on my unicorn came out on top. Uh, they beat us 11 to 10. They had one triple and were able to pull off a one-star defense. So we uh, we one-starred one of their bases. Um, we were able to get a triple to uh, to come up on start. Actually, no, it was it was 11 to 11. You know what? I don't remember the final score. They beat us. That's what matters. <laughs> they beat us. We were not able to overcome. Uh, I think we tied on stars and we weren't able to overcome them on percentage. Um, and you know, part of that is, yeah, we had a, we had a one star attack. And the second part of that is I missed a clone spell. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those guys that's using this, this cloned army right now, which is just absolutely wrecking bases unless you miss a clone spell. So had I, had I not missed a clone spell, I, I, I'm not saying I would have tripled the base that I was hitting, but I would have got a little bit more percentage, and then we may have been able to come out on top of the percentage. So, yeah, again, uh, I, I got the two-star, but 
as the captain, I'm going to pin that on myself. I didn't get a higher percentage, didn't get the triple that I needed. So yeah, catfish lets you down again, uh, Jericho Rising. Sorry about that. Uh, but congratulations to uh, Yakama Unicorn Captain by Miss Cat. Uh, so you guys should have finished in second, and I believe that puts Ultimate Heroes, Captain by Queen JJB, into third. Uh, I think they beat us on stars throughout the, the season, so they will have finished in third place. But again, that's unofficial preliminary results pending the final word from our man Gotband. Uh, Gotband, you have had to put up with a ton of crap throughout the season, and uh, I thank you for putting up with a... a group of all of us misfits uh doing all kinds of this and that uh you you held together a league um that it was the first time many of us have had any sort of league experience uh so i thank you for having this this casual format for us to to work with and uh my apologies for all the crap that you've had to deal with um especially any any part that i had in being any part of the uh the crap so uh thanks again to got banned for running it and setting things up and sticking sticking with it um yeah i really i really appreciate everything that you did there my man uh so to all the teams uh knights of zion captain by big d yakama unicorn captain by cat ultimate hero captain by queen jjb jericho rising my team eden's edge captain by kratos carl's rejects captain by the hammer old kids on the block captain by jaeger hive a captain by got band and a filthy tryhards captain by carl Thank you to all the team captains out there. I know that I struggled hurting our cats to get them where they needed to be on time, and I'm sure y'all had some of the same the same struggles. Uh, I think the thing that I learned from this is that while I, I thought that maybe I wanted to do a little bit more competitive play, uh, I, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm just a casual. Uh, I don't I don't I don't I don't enjoy the having to get the schedules and everything's to line up. That that was the most stressful part of it for me. Uh, and I'm sure the rest of the team captains had many of the same thoughts. Uh, so you guys, thank you for everything that you did for your teams, for the league. I know that there were some tempers flaring at the end, and uh, stuff had to get dealt with, which is where the last shout-out that I have is for Fox for uh, running a, a good Discord over there with the, the Clash Files family. Uh, you've got all of the, the channels and the roles and everything set up for us, and and put up with some miscreants uh, with with some of our, our our behavior going on in the in the clan. Whoa, crap! Jeez, I just about got crushed by a FedEx truck, dude. Okay, as I'm heading into a tunnel, a FedEx truck decides he wants to be in the lane that I'm already occupying, and there's nowhere to go because it's a tunnel going over under the river. So thank you, FedEx. We interrupt this episode of Clashing in Traffic for a word from our sponsor, FedEx. Do you know how to drive a semi-truck? Do you know how to not drive that semi-truck into an occupied lane while driving through a tunnel? If so, please consider applying to drive for FedEx today. And now back to clashing in traffic. All right, sorry about that, y'all. Where was I? Got interrupted by a FedEx truck trying to squish me against the, the wall of the tunnel and then had phone calls coming in. Uh, don't don't be, don't, yeah, what, what a crazy time it is. Anyway, um, not sure where this cut out because I haven't had a chance to listen to the audio, so I'll, I'll edit this and, and make sure that it, I'm not repeating myself too much. But again, uh, thanks to Fox for running the, the Discord, keeping everything running smoothly there, and for the rest of the Clash Files family uh, for hosting this event. Now, like I said, this is 
taught me that I I don't know that I want to be a guy that is that is planning and setting up uh, league attacks and, and having to be responsible for that portion of it. That was the most stressful part of it for me was uh, just getting the schedules for 10 to 12 people spread out from all over the world to line up to, to get these wars done while also doing regular wars in real life and, and everything that's going on. Uh, but I did enjoy some of the attacks. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't do so well in a, a lot of the, the league wars. Um, I, sometimes I think I got a little bit too cocky this week. This week was the absolute best CWL performance that I have had. Uh, first time competing in champions two. And I end up with 18 stars. Um, that was the best I have ever done. And, uh, I think that that got to me when I went in for my, my scrims hit thinking, oh man, I got this. Cause you know what? I just had three triples in a row in champions league two CWL. The scrims thing's going to be a piece of cake wrong. Uh, there's still so much stress that comes along with that. Just knowing that it is a league thing. Uh, so I don't, I don't know that I'm going to continue on and in, into the competitive scene, uh, other than, than maybe I'll be a, a substitute uh, sometimes for, for some things that we have going on. But it did, it showed Big D that he really does want to push the Knights of Zion into having a, a competitive team somewhere. Not sure which, which leagues we're going to try to do. Not sure how we're going to make all that work out at this moment. But we have decided to start another clan in the Knights of Zion family. So we have the Knights of Zion, which is our, uh, that's the main clan. That's where our Town Hall 14s that are in the Klaus Gaming family of clans uh, sit and do most of our, our day-to-day stuff. That's where we war every, you know, couple times a week. Uh, that's where we do this, this, you know, Champion League, SECWL. Uh, we have Eden's Edge, which is the other clan that is busy uh, throughout most normal weeks. That's where our Town Hall 11 and up, and any, including any of the Town Hall 14s that don't, you know, maybe don't want to uh, compete at the higher Town Hall 14 level. Or guys like Trent, who's a leader there, he'll move his 14s over and uh, do some things over there. So we, we bounce back and forth, but Eden's Edge being the other busy clan in the family. Uh, Jericho Rising is typically just an event clan. Um, we haven't had a whole lot of events going on in the past year or so, um, but we are planning to ramp that up. Uh, Klaus had not done any streams or any supporter wars in a little over a year and has recently picked that back up. Uh, he's, he's had two or three streams so far and has, has had a really good turnout, and that's uh, invigorated us to want to do some more events. So... That leaves us with a dilemma. Well, maybe not a dilemma, but we want to have a clan that is more dedicated towards doing maybe this this league action. Not sure which one is going to be what, but we did start a, a fourth official clan in the Knights of Zion family. Um, the use code Klaus clan is part of the Klaus gaming family, but it is handled completely separately from um, the the from. Knights of Zion, Eden's Edge, uh, Jericho Rising. Uh, it has its own Discord server. Um, it, it doesn't have any sort of recruitment stuff. So it's it's part of Klaus's, Klaus Gaming's family of clans, um, but kind of sits off to the side, not, not directly a part of uh, the Knights of Zion family. But we did start this new clan. Uh, and this, I got to tell you, it, oh my word, this FedEx truck almost took out another car. Y'all, I don't know what's up with his one FedEx truck, but he just about took out another car on the road. Somebody somebody needs some more coffee. I don't know what's up. Anyway, 
about the clans. Um, this this was kind of a, a proud moment for me. Um, we've been discussing uh, names for this fourth clan and whether this clan is going to be the new event clan or whether it's going to be the clan that gets used for um, more for league purposes is yet to be determined. But we've been trying to discuss names for this potential new clan for several months. Uh, Klaus, Klaus is a, is, a, is a conservative guy. He's a he's a conservative Christian guy. Lots of biblical worldviews, which is what led me to to want to follow him and the things he was doing. His clan names follow that. We have the Knights of Zion. So Zion being uh, a biblical reference to to Israel and specifically Jerusalem and and the kingdom there, the kingdom of God. Um, it's where Zion comes from. Uh, so the, the Knights of Zion being, you know, God's warriors, whatnot. Uh, Jericho rising, you know, picturing the, the Israelites as they're wandering into the desert, about to head into the promised land, and they have the Battle of Jericho, right? They march around uh, the city of Jericho. The walls come falling down. They, they, they march in there, defeat the, uh, the army of Jericho, and that is their, their rise then into the promised land. So that's where Jericho rising comes from. Eden's Edge. Eden's Edge kind of, you know, it's, 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 it's after the Garden of Eden. Um, and while you might think it's, okay, Eden's Edge being like, what, the outskirts of the Garden, um, when when Adam and Eve were removed from the Garden of Eden, God put in place a an angel with a flaming sword to keep intruders out, right? Um, to, to, to keep sinful man from coming back in and uh, ruining even more of, of his his perfect plan. Uh, so there's this this sword that is able to protect all of the uh, the the territory of the Garden of Eden, is as it said, and that's that's the picture there, being that you know Eden's Edge is named after this sword uh, of, of God uh, for that, that is protecting, and uh, that that's where that one came from. So the the fourth clan uh, actually was a name that I have been using for for a couple years now. I used to play a game; it was a mobile game called Final Fantasy XV: A New Empire, um, which was kind of like a um, Game of War, uh, similar to what Rise of Kingdoms is now. It is absolutely, without a doubt, pay to win, and I did not pay anything. But I liked some of the game mechanics, especially the early game, and I figured out how, for the first couple weeks, uh, free-to-play players could still compete and and help build up things. And and something that I found fun was I would uh, I would create a new account that would go into a new a new kingdom or a new server or whatnot. Uh, so brand new brand new kingdom that's starting off and that that early game phase was a lot of fun to me um, figuring out how the mechanics of, of leveling up at the beginning very quickly and I would uh, I knew that I was a free-to-play player I knew that I was only gonna be sticking around in these in these kingdoms and these servers for a short period of time just to, to kind of kill some time uh, so what I would do is I would get in there I would start this new account I would create a an alliance or a clan I forget what the name of the the group was and I named it Gideon's Keep, um, and that's yet another another biblical name reference. And what my what I would do is I would bring together as many of the the best players that I could. I would teach them some of the the beginning game mechanics, and then I would find another couple groups of similarly similarly uh, talented folks, and we would merge our stuff together, 
and then I'd back out and I would disband the clan and delete the account. It was it was just a, a I love the beginning game portion of it. Once you got to where you, it was pay to win, I didn't like it. So I, I did that free to play portion of it, uh, worked my way up, started these these clans and alliances and then merged those folks into um, some of the with some folks who were pay to win. And uh, some of those guys went on to, to be, you know, doing really well uh, and it had nothing to do with me. All I was there was for the, you know, the first week or two just to get the, the groundwork laid and get people introduced to each other. But the name that I chose was Gideon's Keep, and that is now the new name that was chosen to be part of the Knights of Zion family. So Gideon uh, is another another biblical reference. Uh, Gideon is from the book of Judges. He was a military commander, a judge, and a prophet uh, for the Israelites. And uh, I believe it was Judges chapter 6 through Eight. Now hold on while I walk, while I drive through the gate here. Good morning. Thank you. And Gideon was tasked with going in and fighting against the army of Midian, so the Midianites. And he had 32,000 men show up um, to be considered for this army. And God said, nope, I, you know, I want this to be shown as a miracle um, from me and not from just the people of Israel. So let's let's cut that down. Uh, so he started with 32,000 men. And after many, many uh, rounds of cutting folks out of this army, he ends up with an army of 300, 300 elite warriors that were chosen to go in and fight against the army of the Midianites. And they went in there. And uh, through the uh, miraculous work of God, they were able to defeat the Midianites with just those 300 people. So those were the number of people that Gideon kept, just the best of the best. And uh, while a keep is also a defensive fort, uh, defensive uh, fortification, uh, it's also the number of people that, you know, the, the people that Gideon kept. So that's where, where I came up with that name years ago. Uh, and when we were discussing what we wanted to name this fourth clan, I threw that out there and uh, it got forgotten about for a while. And then finally, when they decided to name it, it, it showed up on the top of the list. So a uh, thank you to the rest of the, the leadership there in the Knights of Zion for, you know, rolling with, with a name that was personal to me. Um, and I'm glad to see it live on. So right now, we have Gideon's Keep as the fourth clan in the clan family. Uh, we are doing back to back to back to back 50 v 50 war. If you're in the clan, you are doing war. If you're opted out, you need to go sit in Eden's Edge or uh, Knights of Zion. I think we're sending most people to Eden's Edge just so that uh, even if you're not in war, it's a little bit easier to get um, to get some donations. Klaus ended up streaming our first war. It ended last night. Uh, usually when a new clan comes up, your first couple wars uh, are against some not quite as organized people. As we saw with Clash on the Potty Plebs, we had that undefeated streak for, I don't even remember now how long, for our first several wars. Uh, where it was kind of easy for us. Now, we were doing, I don't remember what, what we started with, 15 v. 15. We tried to do some 25s and couldn't do that. Uh, but usually those first couple wars, you end up with, eh, you're, you're against some okay clans. But we thought, hey, we're, we're pretty well organized. We've got all kinds of Town Hall 14s down to, I actually had to throw my Town Hall 9 in because at the last minute we didn't have 
uh, enough people, and, and that's why I ended up pulling accounts out of uh, COTB plebs, but we didn't have enough people that were moving over in time because, you know, time zones are a thing, and people uh, can't always be online at the same time. But as we were trying to get 50 people over there, uh, I had to end up moving my Town Hall 9 over to participate in the first war, and yeah, there was nothing that Town Hall 9 was going to do because I believe the lowest account was a, a uh, from the opposing team, was a, uh, a pretty well-established Town Hall 11. When you're running 50 v 50 and you've got uh, a four Town Hall spread, you are never going to get an even match. It's just not going to be possible. The matchmaking algorithm has way too much to take into consideration. Uh, so we ended up losing our first war in that in that clan, which, hey, whatever. Uh, the other team was was well organized. They, uh, they, they defeated us uh, pretty well. Um, I think it came down to three or four stars in the end, but we ended up having to dip a lot of our 14 attacks. Um, I, again, got a little bit overconfident. There was one Town Hall 14 base that a couple of us got one stars on, uh, me being one of them, because I've been relying on this Hydra clone, quad clone Hydra, or is a not, I, all credit for this one goes out to Nob. He pointed it out in the Clash Tips uh, podcast Discord server that he has seen this referred to as the popcorn attack. Uh, so it's essentially Hydra, where I'm using my heroes to sui a portion, um, trying to get some value from them. Hope that, you know, the goal is maybe getting down an, an AD in the Eagle, um, potentially a uh, uh, an Inferno Tower or a scatter shot. But the, you know, the goal for the, the the heroes for the King and Queen is uh, yeah, get out of corner of the base to start some of the funnel uh, you want to get usually want to get the eagle early so once that funnel is started to be established you're going to be coming in with a couple loons some dragons and dragon riders and your grand warden to start working on the other corner uh, and funneling in then usually depending on how the base is designed but you're usually going to then be sending a battle blimp through the warden's tome towards the town hall and i am taking four clone spells and when that battle blimp pops you're cloning those balloons that are coming out. Now, I typically take a, uh, a dragon and five balloons in mine. Other guys are taking all balloons. Um, I like the dragon in case the crash damage from the battle blimp does not activate the town dragon, or if a bunch of air skellies pop uh, that the balloons are not going to be able to target, the dragon can. And even if the battle blimp doesn't get all the way to the town hall, which often happens, um, that doesn't matter. What you are, what you're trying to do, is use those clone spells in a way. You're not just dumping the clone spells all in one spot. You want to spread those clone spells out to where, if the battle blimp falls short, you're going to drop a clone right on top of the battle blimp, and then you're going to start staggering those clone spells closer and closer to the town hall. So the battle blimp falls, you immediately clone the balloons. The first thing to come out when you have a balloons and dragon in the CC, the first thing to come out is the balloon, so that's what's going to get cloned. Well, the clones are going to get generated in uh, kind of evenly distributed around the radius or the circumference of the clone spell. Well, if I now have a second clone spell that is overlapping the edge of that, and one of those clones happens to get into the radius of the next clone spell then you're cloning the clones so you are able to drag out those clones because now i can drop another clone spell and another clone spell and another you know you see where i'm going with that 
and I can drag those cloned balloons closer and closer to the town hall if I end up falling short. If the battle blimp is able to crash onto the town hall, it'll activate the town hall. The balloons that come out of the battle blimp, they're going to die to the poison, right? That's, that's just going to be a given. Those ones are going to die to the poison. You're going to drop one clone spell right on top of that, so those are going to clone. Those first clones are also going to die to the poison, but now the, the second and third and fourth clone spell, you're going to be spreading around the edge. Um, if you've got a town hall that is sitting pretty evenly spaced in the middle of like some Inferno Towers and Scatter Shots, which a lot, I've run into a lot recently in Legend League, uh, you can kind of deploy those clone spells in, in like a clover pattern. You got the one in the center and then do like some uh, flower petal kind of thing on the outside so that you get three or four different chunks of balloons that are on the outside radius of that uh, initial clone spell. You're cloning the clones. The first set of clones are going to die to the poison when the town hall goes down, but the other ones that you have on the outside, they're going to live. They're outside the range of the poison, and now you have those clones that are going to be spreading out in a, uh, you know, a circular motion from the center. Uh, so you can you can lead them that way. If ever if things aren't evenly spaced out, you can even then like if the battle blimp falls short and I can leave a trail of the clone spells to get them towards the town hall. Same thing applies there. If I crash on the town hall and now there's a compartment that is close to that, that maybe it has the eagle and a scatter shot and an inferno tower, I can now lay that trail of clone spells out from the town hall over towards that compartment. I'm gonna those clones are they're gonna again continue to replicate themselves and head over towards whatever compartment that I try to get it to. That's the plan. Uh, what ended up happening on a, a couple attacks is I think that my battle blimp is about to crash. I lay out my clone spells and maybe I misjudge where the tornado trap was or maybe the sweeper pushed me out a little bit. The thing crashes and it falls outside of any of the clone spells and now I've missed all of those clones and you just lose all the value from, from your, your CC at that point. Uh, so that... That happens. It happened a lot in the last couple of days to me, and uh, I did, that's, that army did very well for me in CWL. Um, I used it, I believe, five of my seven attacks and ended up with four of those being triples. One of them was a 95% time fail. Um, so it, it works. Uh, yeah, it seems like it might be a little spammy. But when you get into the, when you actually get into the tactics of it and trying to figure out where that funnel needs to be created and how you're going to lay out those clone spells to get the most value out of all of those balloons so that they don't just die to a bunch of multi-target infernos and scatter shots in the core and the, the uh, town hall bomb and the poison bomb. You, know, you want to get those clones there and then you want to get them out away from the town hall as quickly as possible. Uh, it takes more than, than just straight up spamming. There is... A little bit of tactics to it and uh, last night on stream I I failed hard I did one of those my, my second attack was against an, uh, a town hall 14 that we had one starred our previous hit uh, as the last five minutes of the war so now I'm gonna go in and try to pick up two stars to get us closer to winning and for whatever reason I missed two of my clone spells my battle blimp fell short so that I'm trying to lead them towards the town hall and uh, yeah, my clones just didn't make it. I, I dropped my, my spells a couple tiles off, I guess, and they just were not able to make it all the way to the town hall, resulting in me one-starring live on stream. So if you were there to see that, 
man, I hope that you recorded that. Go back, check it out on Klaus's stream. Go check out Catfish's epic fails live on stream, um, which is sad because the stream before I had a CWL hit that I did kind of the same thing and ended up getting a three star. Uh, unfortunately, during the stream, um, my attack, like there was some sort of connection issue. So uh, I got about, I don't know, it was like 80 some percent into the attack. And then all of a sudden the silly little circle starts spinning and what's going on live on stream just paused and you didn't get to see the end of it. So um, if you keep watching through that clip, uh, you'll see the Klaus does go back and show that I did indeed triple. I promise you, I tripled my last attack in CWL. I tripled, but whatever. Uh, I hope that um, maybe y'all will, will check out some of these streams that we have going on. Check out what the Knights of Zion are doing. See some of our absolute and total failures and maybe some of our, our good attacks too. Uh, and if we ever need some additional bodies for these 50 v 50 wars, I'll be sure to reach out to some of y'all. So, uh, pay attention if, if we've got some last minute, uh, people that jumped out and we need to get people in, maybe we'll invite a few of you guys to come on over and, and war with us. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. All right, so with, uh, with SCCWL done, uh, we now move into this portion where this, this area in the month where they start giving us some more events. Um, we had some, uh, what was it, last week, there were some baby dragons and whatnot. Uh, today, what I'm seeing is we have this hasty balloons event. So haste spells and balloons are discounted uh, at Town Hall 14. I have to use 10 balloons and get 10 wins and the reward is a research potion uh, now while my lab's done you know that i'm still gonna still gonna finish this event and uh use that reward to turn it into gems because i doubt we're gonna see uh anything that i need to research in the lab uh, before uh, this event ends so this plays perfectly into this army that i've been using right this this uh, Hydra clone, uh, as, as Nam called it, the popcorn army. It's just hilarious because it, it's a really accurate description. I think, um, when, when it pops just right, when that, when that battle blimp pops and those balloons hit the, uh, the clone spells just right, it really does look like popcorn all over the core of that base. So that's a, that's a good one. Uh, so I modified it a little bit because like I said, I'm only taking a couple balloons in my army and then I'm taking five balloons in the clan castle. Uh, so I thought about just filling the clan castle up completely with balloons and uh, going from there. However, because we're all over in Gideon's Keep right now for these 50v50 wars, that uh, was a level one clan, and then after one 50v50 war, we and we even lost that war, we still got promoted up to uh, clan level two. Um, we can only donate six troops. So if I ask for nine balloons, I have to wait for two people to, to donate uh, clan castle troops to me. So I'm gonna stick with the five balloons and the one dragon, so that's six troops. We can also only request one spell so i take the and with this army i'm taking the uh, the clone spell uh so that that's no problem there uh so i had to i deleted one of my super wall breakers i was dedicating two super wall breakers so that my suey portion uh could get a little deeper if needed um and then i'm taking three sneaky goblins to help with some funneling on the outside for that uh for that hero suey so i deleted one of the the super wall breakers added a fifth balloon so now five balloons in the army 
and five balloons in the clan castle. That gets me to my ten balloons. It's too bad the clone balloons don't count for that, right? Now nah, that'd be a little too OP, right? Uh, and then I added a, a fourth sneaky gob for the funneling purposes, and and it's it's working okay. Um, I, I sometimes I forget that I've got that extra sneaky gob in there, or that I don't have that second wall break available to me. But with my maxed out yak, I really don't need those extra wall breaks because the yak can get me through the first layer of walls usually pretty quickly. Uh, if I have trouble with with where I picked a funnel, so I'll usually funnel off like a storage uh, with two sneaky gobs and then maybe uh, uh, like a collector with one of the sneaky gobs people are often putting their mortars out there on the outside so i'll use two balloons to take out a mortar um, to help with that funnel uh, and as long as there's just a couple buildings left there on the corner that that aren't heavy hp buildings um if there's if there's a bunch of storages then i that i need to use that wall break uh, to get in but if it's not heavy buildings like that, then the yak can get me through before um, my my queen starts to walk on me. Uh, but if not, then I gotta then I gotta send in that wall break early. Or if that happens to be where the Tesla farm is, there's been times where I thought I was gonna funnel and drop down my sneaky goblins to start setting that funnel, and then the Tesla farm pops up, and then that that can throw off uh, the funnel. So then. Uh, I've got to got to adjust there, but it's it's been a it's been an interesting army. Um, this is I think the highest trophy level I've been uh, at this point in the season. Uh, I'm not actively trying to push. I don't have any perfect days. I've never had a perfect day in Legend League, um, but I'm I'm still I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay with using that army where I'm at right now. Uh, and again, it it was you know, the best CWL performance that I've had in a while. So hopefully you guys are able to complete this event also. And, uh, yeah, things will, things will be working out for you. You'll be able to get those, those rewards from it. As far as progress, uh, progress going, uh, heroes still maxed. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, got my yak maxed out. Uh, my owl and the lassie are both at level seven and the unicorn is sitting at level nine, uh, being researched right now to go to level 10 and then I still can buy two more hammers of heroes with the metals that I have left over. Uh, so those will be going towards probably probably the owl. I think I'm going to focus on the owl once uh, the unicorn is done. Um, I, I don't know. The owl has come come in clutch several times. Lassie Lassie helps, but with with what I'm the couple armies I've been running, Lassie hasn't been too OP for me yet. Uh, but there have definitely been times when uh, the yak is just absolutely come in clutch getting me through walls and whatnot um the unicorn i, I keep the unicorn on my real champion right now because i'm using a back-end royal champion uh, on most of my armies that i'm using so her being able to get healed back up with that unicorn has been helpful um, so yeah yak has been on queen um unicorn on the royal champion so lassie's just been hanging out with the barbarian king uh helping to funnel things for the queen most times so that that's that's what i've been running and then talk on it if uh that owl doesn't just go beast mode that chain lightning uh, at times has saved me from a one star fail because that they'll get into the core and be pounding on something and i'll have you know with this dropping all those loons and hoping that that death damage takes the uh takes the town hall down if i miss some of those sometimes the, the town hall will be low hp uh, and nothing's able to get back in there and occasionally the owl with its uh, chain lightning 
finishes that off for me. So that's where I'm at right now on offense. On defense, my last cannon will be finishing off, oh, I think about five hours from now from when I'm recording this. So Tuesday evening, my last cannon will be fully upgraded. Uh, I have five of the small bombs that are also being upgraded, and they finish, you know, ranging from 13 hours from now to about six days from now. And then my final upgrades, I have my giant bombs left. Um, why those are the last things left, I, I don't know. That's just how it worked out. Uh, the, the small bombs got to go first this month um, because I always start off each month when you when I don't have that 20% builder boost from the gold pass, I start off with the cheapest and the shortest um, builds so that I get even more benefit out of the you know out of the 20% boost once I once I've reached near the end of the clan game or not the clan games of the uh, the season pass uh, and speaking of that the season pass so today I finished off the last of the challenges that are available to us this week uh, and I've done the dailies every single day um, this month and I'm sitting at 2490 points and that's without gemming any of the any of the steps so 2490 is as far as we can get um, before they release next week's um, challenges uh, by the, at what, the end of the day on Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, beginning of Wednesday when those those come available. So um, by tomorrow, by Wednesday, I should have that Royal Champion skin and have that uh, Book of Heroes sitting down there. So let's see. My Unicorn is going to 10. Uh, by the time the Unicorn finishes, I will have a Book of Heroes available to me. So I can book, yeah, I can book my Owl to 8. Uh, then I can hammer it to nine. Maybe I'll start Lassie going to eight. And then by the time Lassie's done with eight, I can buy that last hammer of heroes and get the owl to 10. And I'll just have those two left on Lassie. Fantastic. That's the plan I got going guys. Uh, so hopefully next week we'll, we'll have a little bit more progress done and uh, be able to, to continue working towards getting max before this fall update comes. Uh, real life, guys, um, it's it's been a little bit stressful. A little, uh, not a little bit stressful. It's been a lot stressful and, and hectic for, for me in real life uh, this, this past two weeks. The last two Fridays I have spent um, running my wife over to the hospital for some procedures. Uh, she had some surgery on, on Friday, uh, which that just contributed to why some of the, the stuff that was going on over the weekend um, my temper may have been a little bit shorter than normal. Um, been been stressing out about her health. Um, I haven't mentioned it much. I don't know that I've mentioned it at all on the podcast. I've mentioned it in, in some of our our prayer request channels and some of the Discord servers that I'm in. But um, wifey, her her one of her older sisters is a a cancer survivor, uh, and she developed cancer at a much younger age than most people would have really started to check for this type of cancer. Um, so she hounded all of her sisters uh, to, to make sure that they were getting checked and getting tested early. Um, so my wife did that. And last year there were some cells, uh, clusters of cells found that were suspicious. Um, she's had a couple biopsies done on it. None of them so far have been cancerous, but they are really high risk uh, for cancer. So we've um, we've been trying to get that 
get that taken care of. So she's she's had some procedures the last two Fridays. They went in and removed some clusters of cells to 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 go get some more intense um, biopsies and whatnot done. And it's looking like it's looking like everything's okay. We haven't got the results from those biopsies back yet. Uh, and she's got to go in for some more follow-ups this week to get to get looked at. But um, it, it's looking like an oncologist is going to be in you know in our lives for the for the well for the probably for the rest of our lives uh, even if these cells don't form into cancer it's it's high risk stuff that um that we're just going to have to be proactive with and and, and stay on top of and, and make sure that she's getting constantly checked so yeah it's been it's been a little bit stressful around the cast catfish household the last uh, week or two as we've been been dealing with that she is currently at home resting um this is the first day that i've left her since her her operation on friday uh, and she's recovering well um up and moving around she's still sore you know around the the, the incision site and whatnot um but is but is doing just fine as far as that's concerned but we still again we're waiting for those those biopsy results and uh, yeah appreciate any prayers that anybody's willing to, to say for that because uh you know yeah that, that that's where i'm going to leave that uh, i don't need to to drag everything down too far but everything's looking good we uh we still have faith that this is uh this is the plan that we're supposed to be going through and that uh that our god is going to take care of us so but again appreciate any 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 prayer requests or any prayers that anybody's willing to say for her uh would, would love that all right guys um i think that's going to be about it for for this week uh i again i want to thank trent for joining me last week and, and helping uh, as we are pushing to recruit some more into Eden's Edge, that's uh, again that's going to be our focus for the next couple of weeks. Uh, so we, yeah, you're going to hear me you're hear me talking about that. If you are a Town Hall 12 or 13 or even a 14, that's uh, maybe not maybe a new 14, not looking to if you can't if you can't triple some max 14s, uh, then maybe we'll we'll put you down in Eden's Edge. Um, but again, right now we are doing a whole bunch of 50 v 50s in Gideon's Keep, uh, which is just it's yeah it is what it is guys a 50 50 war is insane uh trying to get all of those attacks done and then getting them streamed we've been you know cost has been able to stream uh the end of the wars i don't know if we'll get the next one streamed because the war matchmaking took hours and i think it matched at about two or three o'clock in the morning klaus's time so that means the last hour of it would you know, be in the middle of the night for most of his viewers. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to stream the end of the next one, but we'll still, uh, we'll still be doing that. So look forward for uh, Klaus being out there streaming um, and, and the video recaps we've got there and uh, come join me on the discord. I'd love to, to hear from you guys and see what you have going on. Um, I know that there were some questions about what sort of, uh, you know, cheap coffee setups um i'm running out of time on this week so maybe i'll answer those in the discord server because that's actually going to be better anyway because i'm going to tell you the cheapest thing to do is you know if you want great coffee is to go out and get a an aeropress um you can be even cheaper if you just have fresh beans ground at your cafe uh, and then use them within within about two weeks of when they were when they were ground. You'll, you'll be better than buying. Um, you'll get better coffee than buying it off of a grocery store shelf. As you start wanting to, I don't know, go further down the rabbit hole like I did, then you're going to want to start looking into some some hand grinders and whatnot. Uh, but those, you get what you pay for, guys. Really, you do in anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, if it's you know this nerd stuff that I do with coffee, uh, or if it's you know 
whatever your hobby is, I'm sure that you know that if you pay for the higher end stuff, it does better. And not everybody needs to drop hundreds of dollars on a coffee bar setup. You can get by if if what you like is that quick Keurig cup of coffee in the morning. Great. I will just advise you not to Google search images of the water tubes in the back of a Keurig. Um, warm water sitting inside of plastic tends to grow things and there's no way to clean it um, that, that well there's no really good way to clean it so if you're using it constantly and that water is flowing and fresh then you're great but um, that that's part of my hang-up with some of the the automatic coffee makers like that is stuff sits in plastic tubing and there's no way to purge the water out of there to clean stuff and yeah I'd, I'd rather taste good coffee than plastic and mildew uh, but yeah, you can get by with that. You can get by with a Mr. Coffee coffee pot. That That's great. If that's what you like, um, go for it. Especially, I know the one guy that was asking, Pekka, I uh, believe he's getting ready to head off into the military senior in high school right now and um, looking for some, well, some quick stuff. So you, you probably don't have the time to be sitting down and, and brewing up what, I, what takes me five to ten minutes each morning. Yeah. Just get what tastes good to you, man. Um, but if you do want some some better stuff, I'll leave some links in the uh, the Discord server. So join me on Discord. Ask any questions. Keep anything going. Any conversations. I love hearing from people out there. Love the conversations that we've had throughout uh, the years that I've been in uh, clashing with everybody. Y'all, um, that's going to be it. So uh, be safe and have some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.